good or bad, change is inevitable. Most people need some sort of guidebook to navigate the changes for personal growth. Welcome to A New You with Liz Tupling. Now there's a show that helps you through your personal transformation by providing answers, anecdotes, and tips that work. Now, here's your host, Liz Tupling. Hello and welcome. It's a new day and you're listening to A New You with myself, Liz Tupling on Voice America, the Empowerment Channel. As always, folks, I'm so grateful that you've chosen to take some time out of your day and be with us. And please know that during our time together, there's always an open invitation to be part of an experience that I know will contribute in the midst of whatever change you're going through to creating more choice, more possibility, more freedom, or anything else you desire in life. With all that said, today's episode is entitled, What Else is Possible in the Eye of the Storm? So my sense is, is right now in everyone's world, there's some pressing relevance around that question. Given the physical and the emotional and the environmental and even medical implications of many of the storms that we're faced with in our realities right now, there is a significance in that question. And so we want to just explore that today and and see what that means for everyone. whether you just navigated a massive snowstorm yourself or any other type of stressful weather event, depending on where you live, or or you're following some of these daily updates on the spread of the coronavirus and its visible impact on our planet right now, we're all to some degree being challenged and affected by the existence or threat of, of some of what we could call potentially life-altering storms in our world. So... All that said, um, I want to bring to you someone who is very near and dear to me today, and and I think she's she's going to change the landscape of this conversation. Much anticipated guest, Dr. Sarah Brodsky. She's with me today to shed some light on what is available to all of us as we bump up against some of these these growing fears and. And as we do, you know, to find that balance between being aware and prepared for what's ahead, but still functioning um, from a place of lightness, a place of freedom um, that is available to all of us. And Dr. Sarah's here to, to share her wisdom on that topic. So let's, if we can, folks, jump into that space right now. And who better than to explore all of that with us, my dear friend, my respected colleague and mentor, Dr. Sarah Brodsky. Let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Sarah, this extraordinary being, and then we're going to jump into a a conversation with her. So Dr. Sarah is is a doctor of clinical psychology. She's been in private practice for over 19 years. Dr. Sarah is an international best-selling author on the topic of conscious relationships. She's been on both national TV radio programs as an authority on a variety of psychological topics. And she's been published in an international journal and has been featured in many, many publications. Dr. Sarah has hosted and been the creator and is the creator of Let's Talk About It with Dr. Sarah, Blog Talk Radio. And she's aspiring to create greater change in this world by taking this concept of living consciously uh, to the masses. And that she does as a very dynamic and potent force in this planet. Her approach um, centers around empowering people so that um, she gives them the tools to tap into their conscious way of being 
and encourages them to live, live from a space that allows them to change through choice. Along with Dr. Sarah's clinical skills and her training as a clinical psychologist, she uses access consciousness tools in her private practice to assist clients in clearing anything that does not contribute to their well-being. And by actively using these tools in her own life, she serves as an example of the benefits that living consciously can generate and create and actualize for folks. This has allowed for greater possibilities in healing and a higher therapeutic success rate when it comes to treating many of the things that that um, show themselves in her office every day, anxiety, depression, a variety of mental health concerns. Dr. Sarah is also an Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator. If you'd like to reach Dr. Sarah, you can contact her at Dr. Sarah B, B as in Bob, at hotmail.com. You can also visit her at her website, Dr. Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, Brodsky, B-R-O-T-S-K-Y, all one word, dot com. You can also find her on Facebook, Dr. Sarah Brodsky, Instagram, Dr. Sarah Brodsky, and on YouTube and Twitter at Dr. Sarah B. Without further ado, and after that introduction, welcome, Dr. Brodsky. Oh, wow, Liz. Thank you. <laughs> I, I have no words for that introduction. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful to be on the show today with you. So, so grateful. And you, my dear friend, have been such a driving force in my life. And, and I cannot, mm. cannot tell you that just express to you how much you have personally altered my life. Um, so wow. thank you. Thank you. Oh, Liz, it's, it's so mutual. And I'm so grateful um, for everything um, that we've been able to create together and um, really explore together. And I'm so excited to be on your show today, which is amazing. And the question that you're proposing and even the title of the show of what else is possible in the eye of the storm, it's, it is really intense in this reality. And I sense a lot of people by this reality. It's true. The moment the problems come in and that is part of where people get stuck, that the problem is the truth. And I'm sure we'll probably, <laughs> I, I sense we're going to dive right in right away, Liz. So <laughs> We're, oh, we're diving. Explore that together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, I love the I love the way this conversation has started because you know you raise this uh, you know beautiful point of we can get stuck in the problem, and so there's so much just zooming around our planet right now, and like just so much that if you turn on the news, you listen to it, um, you watch it, there's so much that people can kind of get stuck in, and and um, you know what what are you aware of around where get where people get stuck, particularly in what we're learning about what's going on on our planet right now? Well, I sense, and especially for those of us who are very, let's say, sensitive to things going on around us, I call it like awareness of energy. Um, and if we're bombarded by news and different information outside of ourselves, a lot of times we're picking up points of view that may not even belong to us. Uh, we may buy it as true just because we're told it. Uh, and a lot of times we're not really checking in with ourselves to see if this is a truth for us. So a lot of times turning on the news and listening to everything that's going on in the world can be um, very heavy, can be very much um, a space where people lose 
their own sense of what they know and, and possibly what could work for them. So there's, there's certainly ways to navigate it with more ease, but that I would say would be the gist of what's happening. So, so on that, on that vein, uh, I want to just explore something with you for a second so that the listeners can gain some awareness around what you do. You are a certified facilitator of access consciousness. So um, for the folks that are not familiar with access, um, you know, you have woven it into your, your world, <clears throat> excuse me, your life and, and into your work with clients. If you can just, just spend a minute and share, I, I know it's a huge topic, but if we can just, mm. you know, abbreviate it and share, you know, what you do as a certified facilitator of access consciousness and how does that show up? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, access consciousness is an amazing system. It's a set of tools, techniques that allow people to really get clear of things that um, are heavy in their world. They're tools that allow you to be more conscious and really consciousness is a word that's thrown around a lot too. So consciousness is basically um, including the good, the bad and the ugly. It's being in the moment in a way that allows everything to be without judgment. And it also takes in consideration the future. So when you're living consciously, it's not just about being present. It's about actively living in a way that's through creation. So with access consciousness, what's really great about it, most everything in this reality is a structure that you have to follow, the rules you have to follow. Access happens to be a system that allows you to be you and access you and what you know and have choice and possibilities with that allow you to live the life that you would like to have, therefore living consciously. So that's really my platform. And I totally embrace this idea of taking problems and changing them or choosing to see them as possibilities. That is definitely my way of being and how I show up to people every day, the clients that I work with, the people in the world. There's ways to look at things that doesn't just limit you to fear, um, sadness, depression, limitation. Those things are there. And, you know, really the title of the show again, what else is possible and looking at it from a different point of view. So I know I know I put a lot out there, Liz, but that's in a nutshell really um, how I I choose to live my life, encourage other people to do it as well. Well, it, it's so helpful, Dr. Sarah, because I think right now, you know, more than ever, we're being bombarded with all sorts of information from different media outlets. And, you know, people become confused and they, they you know, in the confusion, like you just pointed out, there's some separation from inner truth, from what they know yeah. to be real and true within themselves. And so, you know, what you just shared is so, so powerful in creating those distinction points between, you know, the benefit of just checking in with self and and true, true. What is true to you? Um, as opposed to, you know, sitting in front of five or six different media formats that are, are telling you what is true for media. Yeah, and, and you probably can concur that our media tends to divide and take sides. We aim to be objective, I'm sure, on some level, but usually 
there's um, uh, one side or the other. I mean, our whole government's designed that way. Most things in this reality are designed this way. It's a very bipolar reality, a, a right or wrong or good or bad to things. So usually there's, quote, unquote, more to the story than what is here's. And if you come from a point of view where, oh, I can acknowledge one side and I can acknowledge the other, now which one works here for me? Which one do I know is light as something I could choose? I sense, and Lizzie brought up a great word in the word confusion. Now, going back to this idea that um, people are sensitive or highly aware, now, that doesn't include everyone, but it it can include a, a good portion of the population. For those of us who are aware, the aim is not to go in our head with it, to go to the mind to think about what we're picking up on. So say you hear something on the news, some information, you have an awareness on it. What people tend to do is go into thinking about it, like thinking about the storm, thinking how heavy it is, like, oh, my God, what's going to happen, the fear of it, the limitation of it, and that's where confusion comes in. Now, if because we have all this awareness, what I usually encourage people to do, and I, again, actively choose this myself, is I aim for allowance. I allow things to be. It doesn't mean accept them. I don't have to accept that this, all this negativity is in existence, but I can allow it and then take the next step of looking at what choices do I have here? Be in the question, like what, what question can I ask here? that would allow me to not be confused. So those, well, that's I, just a little bit of where if we could stay out of the confusion and move to allowance and choice, it really could shift things. And, and so in the shift, people are able to kind of um, step out of the fear space. And I think that's where the empowerment is that you're, you're pointing out right now, because it, it does seem like a, a massive um, space of limitation when we have to go, like you said, way up in our heads and, you know, and just just um, sit on that hamster wheel for a long time trying to decide what is right, what is wrong, what is good, what is bad. And, you know, nothing real formidable gets accomplished up there, does it? <laughs> way up in the head. No. <laughs> in fact, people probably can, you know, our listeners, your listeners, Liz, um, probably can relate to being up late at night everything going through your head and the thoughts and the feelings of the day. And that can really get in the way of a lot of things, including sleep, (laughs) including living your life fully, uh, because the mind is really a limitation because it's cognitive. It works like a computer. You know, we created computers based on how our mind functions. Now our mind isn't our being, Our being is what's here living and we're, a lot of us are energetic beings. So we pick up on things all the time. And if we try to delineate it through the mind, we will be stuck in all these things we're talking about. Yeah. And there's the trap, you know, and there's an, you know, when we come back from break, we're going to talk about the topic of stuckness and, you know, and, and as we look at the change that might be ahead of us, expected, unexpected, you know, and, and we start planning our reaction to it, anticipating how it's going to affect us, you know, we get stuck in the anticipation of it all instead of being, like you said, in that space of allowance, um, which is, you know, I can, as you pointed out, Dr. Sarah, I can be in allowance 
sense of however this needs to flow, what I require from it, or I can choose something that's in the change that's available to me that could actually contribute to myself and others in fabulous ways. But that's not always perceived in the midst of the storm, you know, because yeah. again, we're kind of bumping up against some of these words that, that we're hearing lately, very powerful words like the word pandemic. Oh my God, like mm. that doesn't cause an instant let shit in our pants for a second. You know, I don't know what does. It's <laughs> it's just, right. So, you know, we're, we're being exposed to a lot of, um, you know, fear-based and fear-creating um, thoughts right now. So, I mean, I just, I, I love where this conversation's going. And we are going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and, and pick up where we left off with just the whole idea of, you know, stuck and getting stuck in the anticipation of the change. So, so we'll take a quick break, come back to this conversation. You're listening to A New You with Liz Tupling and Dr. Sarah Brodsky on Voice America, the Empowerment Channel. And if you're vibing on what you're hearing today, I invite you to connect with us. Drop me a line at elizabeth at mysoulgrowth.com or visit my site at mysoulgrowth.com. And Dr. Sarah, how can a new you listener connect with you? What are the mediums available to them? Where can they find you? Yeah, welcome to contact me via email at drsarahbhotmail.com or my website, drsarahbrotsky.com. Facebook, Instagram, just put in Dr. Sarah Brotsky. I'll probably pop up. Um, YouTube, Twitter, you know, really, I'm, I'm in that social media um, window. <laughs> so thank you. We appreciate you being there. So we're going to wrap for a couple of minutes here and just come back and then we'll be right in the middle of this awesome conversation. Thank you so much, Dr. Sarah. We'll, and listeners, uh, we'll, we'll check back in with you in a second. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We're on Alexa smart speakers and connected devices. Hey Alexa, play Being Here podcast on Apple Podcasts. Try it now. The White House doctor makes house calls. Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. On the Right Road with host Paula Phillips has arrived at Voice America. With remarkable heart and realness, this popular program brings inspiration, ideas, opportunities, and help to teachers and parents around the globe who work daily to guide kids on the right road in school and in life. Join the Right Road family of kindness, uplifting, and support. Tune in to On the Right Road, live every first and third Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
You're listening to A New You with Liz Tupling. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, send it to Elizabeth at mysoulgrowth.com. Now, back to A New You. We're back and you're listening to A New You with myself, Liz Tupling, and my guest today, Dr. Sarah Brodsky. Dr. Sarah, before the break, we were talking about people navigating change from, as you were explaining, from more of a conscious point of view. And, and, and we were getting into kind of the meat of what it means to be stuck in kind of um, a construct, if you will, as we mm-hmm. attempt to figure out, I'm doing air quotes right now that you can't see, um, (laughs) figure out, you know, how we're going to deal with the change, how we're anticipating the change. But there's in all of the getting up in our heads and planning and anticipating, there is that energy of I'm, I'm stuck waiting for it to hit me upside the head. We were getting into that a little bit before break. And I want to continue that conversation with you. Um, when you work with a client who is in that, you know, the stuckness around trying to get ready for it and manhandle it and wrestle it and throw it down and you can see all the angst in the struggle, how do you how do you shift them out of that place and how do you create and hold that space for them to move into something different? Well, you know, it was as you were describing the idea of being stuck and your depiction of it, I think you did an excellent job. And I sense that's where a lot of people come from. They're in all of the thinking of what's wrong, the limitation, or I have to change, or and the energy that's around that gets so heavy and dense. Now, we have this um, idea in this reality, if we have a problem, we have to fix it. Unfortunately, that tends to fixate us into the problem more. And I, mm. I call it head tripping. <laughs> yeah. So people tend to go head tripping and that's how our thoughts and our, really our mind is designed is one thought leads to the next, the next, and each one tends to be a conclusion. So each conclusion then builds on the next and on the next. And a lot of times people are, are in a lot of judgment. Um, a lot of judgment on themselves. And it takes 26 judgments to keep one judgment in place. Not only is someone like caught up in this problem, stuck in it, but they're also like drained and fatigued and uh, takes a toll on the body and the body just tends to break down. So you can see where this train wreck is going. Now, what I tend to do is I'll show up to people, and as they start actually maybe describing what they're going through, I'll even have them pause and really start to look at and step back and acknowledge really what is showing up for them and looking at it, okay, so this is where the limitation is, and I hear how heavy that is. I I use some really cool clearing techniques with um, clients that we'll probably not get to today, but really what it does, it aims to clear a space up from the mind, from the thoughts, feelings, and emotions, where we get stuck. Those are our stuckness places. <laughs> I'm making up words. Uh, yeah. Coining them, let's say. <laughs> sure. But yeah. those are where we do get stuck. And if we can move out of thoughts, feelings, and emotions and get to more of our knowing, which is the higher frequency of thinking, if we can get to our perceiving, which is the higher 
frequency of feeling. And if we can get to being in the moment, that's the higher frequency of an emotion. So those thoughts, feelings, emotions take us out of consciousness. It takes us out of the moment. Our awareness, our knowing, being, perceiving, allow us to be present in a way that we can then look at what else is possible here. What are the choices to ask a question? What do I know about this heavy thing? Like, what do I know about um, the change that's about to hit me? What, what am I aware of? What are my possibilities, which are different choices available? So I tend to help people then take it and start looking at it from a different point of view, once you get out of that area of um, thinking, feeling, and emotions. Well, so so you raise this issue of you know thinking, feeling of and feelings and emotions and and just the topic of it because and this is where it's so fun for you and I as as psychologists to play with these tools because it kind of flips everything that we were taught on its side which is kind of fun in yeah. of itself, but um, because we were taught to go into, you know, with a client, the story, the narrative, listen to the narrative, dissect the narrative, you know, help, help analyze and tear it all apart. And what's beautiful about, you know, where we can show up to a client from what you're, you're sharing with us is that we can kind of just say, okay, there's a lot of content here, but in the content is layer upon layer upon layer of something that you're actually stuck in. So let's, step outside the content. Let's step outside actually the limitation of the story. Is, is that the way you perceive it or, or just, you know, the ballpark of, of the contribution to the client? Yeah. And when we get out of like the content and the conclusion and a question always creates and it opens up for another set of questions when you get to your choices. So there's this really cool um, space of creation that can occur by being in the question, by being in choices, by being in possibilities, and including yourself as the contribution. So once we start into that, that's where we can actually start creating something different. And that's the place where we can even uncreate the things that are limiting us. So we can uncreate like the, the habit, the chaos that we're picking up on and really get into being in this other space that can then actualize something greater in the world rather than being a victim to all the limitations of it. So instead mm. of having to go into the storm, it's about seeing the storm and asking them like, what other route would I like to go? Or what can I choose here that will change this right away for me. And it's not always about getting an answer, Liz. It's really, and I know you know these tools as well, that it's really about opening up for other things to come in. And that's kind of where it gets fun as well, where it never comes in the way you quote unquote think it's going to. You know, it comes in the universe. There's no timing to it. (laughs) No. Uh, When you least expect it, it usually happens. So, um, but you have to be present in order to receive it. If you're head tripping in the problem and all the limitation, you're going to cut yourself off for the very thing you're looking to have changed for yourself. That's our capacity to actually create a lot of crap too. 
<laughs> yeah, we're super, super, super skilled at that. And and I guess the yeah, the creation of the crap. Let's talk about that for a minute. And you you were you used the word a couple minutes ago, chaos. And and I just mm. would love it if you could share your points of view on what I'm sensing is our society's addiction to chaos. Um, you know, mm. as much as we piss and moan and complain about the storm and the chaos within the storm. I'm getting a sense that, and I have for years, and I'm sure you've been aware of this for years as well, that that we, this is food for us, you know, at least in North America. So, you know, the invitation to step outside the chaos, to, you know, disengage from the story of chaos, which I think everyone's secretly <laughs> loving at times, because if we didn't, why would we not watch, Why I mean, we watch a lot of reality TV. You yeah. know, so, <laughs> so, you know, turn on a reality show and it's, it's chaos, but we, you know, we're glued yeah. to it. We just kind of fall into this kind of very numb, complacent thing and just go with it. So we're secretly enjoying it, but saying that we don't. So all that said, um, you know, how do we, uh, you know, in choosing something different, because that's what we're really talking about um, and looking at change is the invitation to choose something different and to step outside this chaos and the adrenaline and the, you know, the drama of it all, like you and I have referred to it as the trauma drama. And, um, you know, so how do we, how do those shifts happen for people? And, and what happens when they're not willing to, when someone isn't willing to choose? What are you aware of? That? Well, jumping in with the idea of the uh, reality television show, you know, if you can watch it, uh, and look at it objectively and actually see and, and see it clearly, it's one thing. It's when you put yourself in the script. And if we kind mm-hmm. of look at like our script of our life, if you actually buy into everywhere that you, um, of the, we can use the word certainly chaos or havoc, that if you buy that as true, you are now living a lie. You're living, but that's what we're taught actually in this reality, that the problem is what's true. But my awareness is whatever is heavy for you, there's a lie attached. You're not living your truth. You're not living what's true for you. And what's light for you is what's true for you. So if you can step back and start looking at things very very clearly, you no longer have to get stuck in all the limitations of the chaos. And if you can look at it and laugh and, and have joy around it, and, mm-hmm. and this is another thing, Liz, this is really interesting, and we're not meant to resist this reality. We're not meant to resist what goes on around us. We're meant to actually, in, in a way, embrace it and mm-hmm. move through it or clear it or uh, be able to see it all without being dragged down by it. So we don't have to try to change outside of us. It's really about seeing, okay, I see the havoc. I see it all. And now what am I going to choose? The seeing is the perceiving. Now, if I go into thinking like, unlike say the reality television show again, you know, Mm -hmm. some of the funny ones out there like The Bachelor or (laughs) even that one, you see people in relationship buying the the story of someone um, being in love with them or not, or all the constructs of the reality, these inventions that we have uh, based on how someone has a different point of view. So mm-hmm. a lot of people suffer and, and try to get other people 
to be something they're not, and then they um, really minimize themselves. So there's, there, we could go on and on probably with the habit chaos of this reality because mm-hmm. there's so much of it. But if you can step back and really be like, wow, that, that joke is um, like hilariously funny. It's all really right. funny. It will help actually uh, see things clearly. So I, I'm, I'm sensing that's kind of one way to look at uh, things that we're looking to not be part of. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and you bring up this um, this beautiful um, or take us into this beautiful space of, of choice of possibility of and also the the idea of choosing something that is light versus something that we're perceiving as heavy. Can you talk a little yeah. bit more about that so that we can, you know, bring that to the listeners awareness, um, the light versus heavy? Yeah. yeah, well, and again, like going back to how this reality functions, it functions from a very right or wrong or good or bad point of view. Um, whereas w- when living consciously and looking to not be pulled into those linearities, when you can gauge something as light or heavy, it's, it's getting a read on what you're picking up on. So again, we're going back to this idea of energy and energy is this you know, um, sense of what we pick up on. Uh, it can be described in a lot of different ways, but I like to look at it as energy as um, really just tuning in to what you are able to pick up on. So when we're dealing with light or heavy, there is no right or wrong. There's mm-hmm. just, oh, this reads light or this mm-hmm. reads heavy. Like it may read heavy to see someone um, like really judging someone else. Okay, that reads really heavy. Something light may be, wow, I'm, I'm picking up on what that person's saying, a kindness, well, that reads light for me. So when you do light and heavy, you can create um, a light or heavy future based on your choices. So here's a great um, little tool to play with when you're dealing with possibilities and checking in on making a decision. Because a lot of times, if we are functioning from a right or wrong point of view, a lot of people have difficulty making decisions as a result of that. Mm-hmm. But if you can ask yourself, okay, so if I choose this, whatever this is, um, what will my life be like five months from now? What will mm-hmm. my life be like five years from now? Mm-hmm. Do I get a light or heavy on it? You get a read on the future and you don't have to read into the future and try to predict it. So oh, this kind of circles yeah. us back to where people function from fear and anxiety. A lot of times people project into the future to try to predict it. And that's where anxiety and fear come from. So, and fear and anxiety are always a lie. The truth is you really have, it's really misidentified awareness. You really Mm -hmm. have a lot of awareness. So instead of going into the fear, it could be like, oh, I'm highly aware of this. What are my choices? Is this light or heavy if I choose this? So that's, that's one thing um, in terms of uh, getting a read on and how to use light and heavy. And, and that is such a contribution to our listeners, Dr. Sarah, because what that takes out of the equation is the big mind screw. You know, it's the hamster wheel in the head that we were talking about earlier. So, you know, to just to just be in a very, very simple space of, does this read light? Does this read heavy? I don't have to get up in my head. I don't have to spend a lot of time. I just, and it's, and it's accessible to all of us, but we don't use it. You know, we don't go there and it's so damn simple. 
And so, and, 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 you know, when we introduce it to clients, you can see them just kind of going through the, you know, when you ask them, hey, just let's play with this tool. Does this read light? Does this read heavy? And they go way, they take the escalator, well, you know, the elevator way up in the top of the head. And then but when they get out of that and they start and it becomes almost instinctual and habitual, yeah. you can see their lives changing and there's transformation in play there. And it's really beautiful. So you, you just yeah. shared. Oh my gosh, it's such a powerful tool and it's a great thing to play with. And, and I, I, I love that our listeners can, can um, walk away with that one today. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you really bring up a great point, Liz. And most people aren't willing to even ask themselves a question. Again, mm. we're not taught that in this reality. We're taught yeah. to conclude a lot of things and be told what to do, or they'll go into a why question and Ooh, get stuck yeah. in their head again. But when you actually ask someone to tap in to themselves and ask themselves yeah. what they know, and that's really yeah. what light or heavy is doing, it's yeah. almost like um, a brain freeze. Like if they really yeah. don't even know what to do. It's yeah. a muscle that hasn't been used. Yeah. So oh, now yeah, it, when we start being in that question, it really opens up a whole new world for them to start accessing themselves in a way that can change things. Yeah. Yeah, but when we initially ask them, it's a little bit of a WTF moment, like, oh, gosh, what, what's happening right now? Wow, okay, so in a in a couple uh, seconds here, we're going to move over to a break and just take a, a quick break, but we will come back to this conversation with Dr. Sarah and continue and really just put under the microscope some of these things that we do as we're trying to navigate the storm, but also what is possible as we move through it and come out of it and transform as a result of being in it and being an allowance of the storm. I thank you again, Dr. Sarah. You are listening to A New You with Liz Tupling and Dr. Sarah on Voice America, the empowerment channel. See you in a couple of minutes, folks. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We're on Alexa smart speakers and connected devices. Hey, Alexa, play Being Here podcast on Apple Podcasts. Try it now. The White House doctor makes house calls. Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. On the Right Road with host Paula Phillips has arrived at Voice America. With remarkable heart and realness, this popular program brings inspiration, ideas, opportunities, and help to teachers and parents around the globe who work daily to guide kids on the right road in school and in life. Join the Right Road family of kindness, uplifting, and support. Tune in to On the Right Road, live every first and third Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to A New You with Liz Tupling. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, send it to Elizabeth at mysoulgrowth.com. Now, back to A New You. We're back and you're listening to A New You with myself, Liz Tupling, and my guest today, Dr. Sarah Brodsky. Um, And before the break, Dr. Sarah and I were talking about, you know, navigating uh, change right in the eye of the storm. And Dr. Shara was sharing some just powerful and potent tips for, um, you know, finding truth in everything that's coming at us right now and, and holding our own in standing in our truth, identifying it and um, shifting into the spaces of possibility, even when we don't feel like we have um, the ability to choose, which is always where, as Dr. Sarah pointed out, there's some type of lie. There's a juicy little lie in there. Um, so, you know, going through change and being in the eye of the storm, and what does that mean for all of you listening? And as we as we face uh, some things that are troubling our world right now, and and one of the things that I wanted to check in with Dr. Sarah on is is something that you know we've all been taught, and um, you know when when we are contemplating change and and we're right in the fear of it all, we're often told, Dr. Sarah, that you know if we're going to get out of it, we have to travel back into it and sit with it and be in it for a little bit. And we we do, you know, many of us were raised in a steady diet of, you know, if you're going to find your way out of it, you got to go back into it and you got to roll around in the shit of it all. And, you know, and, and it's, it is a societal point of view that, in order to leave old trauma or old patterns behind, you have to revisit it. And, you know, and you, Dr. Sarah, have helped me discover and, and step into a space of empowerment around that topic. Uh, if you could just share some pearls of wisdom around that, do we really have to get into it, whatever it is, as a mechanism for getting out of it? Yeah, Liz, I'm I'm so grateful that we're going to be exploring this, and and you did a great job of describing it. And what I notice as well, even in our profession and how we're taught to even do counseling, is um, really about running the marathon of all the memories and the limitations, and having to delve back into it and run it, and hope to get to the end of the marathon by exploring it further and by feeling it more and by getting and changing our thoughts, which actually keeps us more locked into it. That's Mm. the insanity. It keeps us even more unconscious. 
what I'm aware of is really get at the starting, starting line, clear, finish. Get right to it and clear what the limitations are rather than having to jump back into them and trying to figure them out, which again brings us back full circle to what we were talking about earlier about being in the problem. So if you no longer take a problematic um, point of view and you start looking at it, okay, so we're aware of what the problems were. We're aware of even trauma and the past and the even the PTSD that can come in for people. That's mm-hmm. not saying that doesn't, quote, unquote, exist. We know that can happen, and we mm-hmm. know that can show up. And now what can we do with it to really change it and, and, you know, even transform or clear it and really get to what would you like to live now? What would you like your life to be? We never get there because we never end up getting through the marathon of all the insanity, which is all the stuff that's already happened that no longer exists except kind of stored in our body or in our memory. And so a lot of these things and tools that I use and you use, you know, um, with clients help get out of Everywhere we have um, stored it, everywhere we have um, really entrained it in our, our bodies and in our minds, you know, again, our, our brain works like a computer. We have files. Now, instead of going back and looking at all the files, allow the files to come up, acknowledge them, and then there's ways to clear them and release them. That's what I'm aware and grateful for, the, the tools and the capacity to be able to do that. And that's really where we can, you know, look to change things. And Liz, you and I both know, and the listeners know, there's some things in the world that aren't changing. Mm-hmm. Now, it's sure. a good question to ask, can I change this? Mm-hmm. If not, what can I do to choose something else? Or can it change? What would it take to change it? If it can't change, now what else is possible? So it's not about going into getting stuck and you can't change or change is happening to me. It's more like, okay, this is showing up. This is coming in now. How would mm-hmm. I like to navigate it. What would it take for me to do it with ease? That's the game changer. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I love that we're talking about this, Dr. Sarah, because what I think we're traditionally um, told and even the way we were um, trained as psychologists, there's this paradigm of, you know, the client, the person has to sit in it and be with it. And, and mm. you know, again, to go back to the stuckness, it's like, you know, and that becomes really, really, it just becomes a source of disappointment for a lot of folks if they're going into maybe um, a counseling situation or a therapeutic situation in where it was supposed to be a contribution at ends up creating this whole other, you know, paradigm of, wow, I'm not really out of this. And, and it doesn't create choice. It doesn't, in, it doesn't create an invitation to choose because that old message is we have to sit in it, you know, just be yeah. with it for a while and then, and then forgive it, forgive whomever. And there's all these different yeah. messages. Yeah, I know. Just even coming out of my mouth, it sounds heavy, you know, and it, <laughs> it's like, and so what you've shared with the listener today is just, there's a, there's an opportunity to go about this and to be and show up in a different way that creates, you know, it's like an opportunity to pull back the veil and really look at what's behind the veil, clear the veil, you know, clear the confusion, clear the stories and the narratives, and then what's behind it? What do you want to choose from there? Yeah, exactly. And you bring up a good point, Liz, of even people um, come at uh, clients and let's say therapists or people in our profession 
with a standard protocol, with a structure, which is part of how this reality functions. Um, but when you're a being that actually can't be told what to do, <laughs> um, <laughs> when you're a being that has so much awareness and so much knowing and require actually a space to be rather than having to sit in the crap that isn't them, a lot of um, people will drop out of therapy because either they start taking care of their therapist or they're not getting anything from the therapy or they end up more stuck in their problem than they started with where people are leaving your office more in the chaos and havoc than, than what they came in with. That to me is is insanity. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it is insanity. It is. And, and, and this is something I know that a listener out there is going to connect with and maybe has had that experience of like walking out or walking away from a therapeutic or treatment relationship because it simply just did not mobilize them. It simply did not create a platform for change. And it was simply just a recycling of the, you know, problem energy over and over and over again, a perpetuation of staying up in the head, whatever, whatever we want to call it. So, I mean, I, I think this is so valuable in, in sharing with the listeners, you know, the alternatives that are available um, to them. And so, yeah. you know, as, as we kind of bring this um, discussion to a close, I really want to thank you, Dr. Sarah, for just showing up the way you always show up sharing your light, sharing your wisdom, sharing your truth. And really, you know, what stands out most about you is that you are your truth. You embrace it. Mm. And as you do, um, it it changes our world. It really does. And I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. Oh, wow. Liz, thank you so much. And oh my gosh, thank you for acknowledging me and, and the amazingness that you are and what you're choosing as well. I'm just so grateful to be able to be in a space of um, sharing this and, and contributing in both, in both ways. I'm so grateful for you as well. And, and thank you for having me on the show and really mm-hmm. uh, exploring this further. And, you know, certainly what else is possible now and uh, really looking to this, to continuing on. I, I know I'm aiming to show up with a, uh, a slew of new things coming uh from me into this 2000 uh, or yeah, 2020, <laughs> make sure I know what the year is um, of possibilities of really looking to empower people to have their choice and possibilities and have access to these tools in the way they haven't possibly had before. So really looking at taking problems to possibilities. So thank you Liz for being part of that and, and allowing me to show up today on your show and, and be present with you and your listeners. Well, thank you. It's it's just such a, it is such a contribution that I'm so grateful for. And as we start to bring things to a close, I really want to just hit on some of these points that Dr. Sarah and myself have, have shared with you. And that is, you know, I encourage you to stay in the space of empowerment through choice, through possibility, even in the wake of what everyone is tends to be bracing themselves for, you know, and to step outside some of these limiting narratives um, and stories and shift your attention to the power of a question. And then even if you can stretch a little bit further and be the question, you know, if you caught the first episode of A New You, I, I brought up the idea of that old expression, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. And, you know, and we kind of joked about that a little bit, but let's really look at that, you know, a little bit closer. You know, if we can step out this outside the story that we're all sticking to, I mean, it'll create a level of freedom that I think will shock you. So I encourage you, 
as, as a listener to really consider some of these questions. We went through this question last week, but I really, I want to bring it to your attention again. In everything that we're looking at and facing and everything that you may be facing in your life, really ask if you can, what is right about this? Um, it, it, the, the narrative usually follows the theme of what is wrong about this. So please ask, and if you can remember, to ask the question, what is right, right about this? And then also, you know, looking at what is possible, as, as Dr. Sarah pointed out, what else is possible? What could come of this that I've never, ever considered? And then, you know, following that, if you're feeling really energetic and you're really feeling in in a you know like you're you're open to a different level of consciousness here what other choices do i have here that i've never acknowledged and that if i actually was willing to acknowledge them i could generate and create more than i ever could imagine that one is a meaty one and just sit with that and play with that but you know and also how can i be greater today than i was yesterday that's that brings so much um, to people's lives and they can actualize something pretty quickly with that one. And lastly, I encourage you to be in the space of gratitude and, and to enjoy just the process of being grateful. There's always something to be grateful for, folks, even if you don't feel that there's anything in your life to acknowledge. There is. Even the tiniest of things is something to be grateful for. Because when you do, you do raise your frequency, you raise your vibration, and you take it to a place where more miraculous and magical things can find you. You really do align with a, with a vibrating, high vibrating energy of receiving, of generating, of abundance, and then you can step outside whatever has been limit, limiting you and you can stretch and you can invite in beyond your wildest imagination because you are an infinite being and then you can also align with infinite possibilities. So with all of that and with gratitude to Dr. Sarah Brodsky, I, I encourage you again to ask the question, be the question, don't search don't seek, just be, just be. It's real simple. Just be. So I leave you with that message today. And I'm always interested in hearing from you. Share share your stories of, of transformation. Always open to hearing them. I know Dr. Sarah's open to hearing from you. And it is always a joy to spend time with you and always grateful for the time that you give up to be with myself and today with Dr. Sarah. So thank you again for showing up in today's show to learn more about what is possible in the eye of the storm. Until next time, my friends, make each new day a creation of a new you. I'm Liz Tupling, and this is a new you on Voice America Empowerment Channel. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. A New You with Liz Tupling can be heard every Friday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a life-changing week.